eventually we're all going to have to co-parent, but this unfortunately is my co-parenting story. We are wrapping up co-parenting in season five. We're going to be talking about my co-parenting story with my ex-husband along with my second child's father. But in this episode, we're talking my ex-husband. Let go. Barigani is Swahili for what's the news. And I will tell you the news, but before I do, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of my old and new listeners. Honestly, you could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with your girl. And spirits, like I said before, I love to acknowledge uh, small wins and big wins, and we have another country. So just going down the list, we have United States, we got Germany, New Zealand, Australia, Ghana, Australia. Austria and Australia. Don't get those two confused because I do. India, Canada, United Kingdom, Denmark, South Africa. Tell more people to pull up. Sweden. I still don't know how I got to Sweden, but okay. (laughs) Kenya. Tell more people to pull up. Romania, France, Mexico, and Norway. Thank you, Norway. uh, Norway is the new country. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Like I said before, you honestly could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with your girl, and I appreciate you. Um, If uh, you are new, you are listening to Miss Kiki Kamau, My First Amendment, where I'm your host, Miss Kiki Kamau. And this segment is what I like to call the inauguration, where I rant and rave for no more than about 20 minutes, going over topics like... What we talking about now, letting you know today is Monday, January 22nd, 2024. And then we usually go into black um, entertainment news, business tips, birthdays, my week, the quote, the topic of the show, and then the outro. That's usually how the show goes, but this this beginning part is called the inauguration. Um, okay, yeah, so today is January 22nd, 2024, Spirits. You know, we just recently celebrated the third Wednesday open mic uh, for Creative Lounge at Steam and Pots. It was a success. Um, everyone did their thing, um, got some great, more great interviews, and they will be coming, uh, being posted up shortly 
but I do have to put out the uh, interviews that took place at um, Hidden uh, Village Sound, Hidden Sound Village uh, with Rebaby. So that's going to be coming up soon. Um, what else? What else? What else? So I know we celebrated uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. Um, on the 15th of Monday and um, I took my children to the parade here in Tampa it was trash uh, um, the last episode uh, spirits y'all heard me say that I was going to the parade this that because you know that was recorded prior to going to the parade well the parade was trash um, I don't know about the St. Pete parade but I know the Tampa parade is trash um, it, they had a lot of dump trucks there for some reason. Um, they didn't have like the regular high schools like Middleton. Uh, I think they did have, um, Blake, but they didn't have like Middleton Tech and Middleton Tech, Chamberlain, all, you know, all those really cool high schools, uh, cheerleaders and, um, dancerettes like, you know, in the, in the, in the parade and I kind of feel like they should have been in the parade because they are the well-known you know Tampa you know uh I would say melanated or you know if you want to call it black uh popular high schools they just really are you got Tech you got Middleton I mean I wouldn't say Chamberlain but you know people know about it um you got Blake you got um is King a high school or a middle school I cannot keep up I want to say it's a high school I didn't go to King so I don't know. I don't know and I don't care. But yeah, so it was trash. Um, I won't ever go again. Um, but I will try to go to the St. Pete one next um next uh parade. I will definitely try and go to the St. Pete one with the girls, um, for sure. I was always afraid that I was gonna get shot at the uh Martin Luther King um day parade on his birthday um so i always avoided it i know last year i was at this fruit stand like about to cry my eyes out um getting a smoothie and just mad at myself because i'm like man am i really black like am i really melanated am i really an activist am i really like um do i you know am i really a pan-african do i really represent like the red black and green like the rpg like am i really you know a melanated sister. Uh, so I, I felt some type of way. So I definitely made myself go to this year. And it was trash. But I'm glad I went. I'm glad I went. I took pictures. And um, it was a one for the books. You know, memory. But for those of you who do not know spirits. that The next day after January 15th. Which is Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. Is January sixteenth, which is uh, Aaliyah's birthday. So if you so if at first you don't succeed, uh, dust yourself off and try again. Okay, those are wise words quoted uh, by Aaliyah. May she rest in peace. Um, and may Dr. Martin Luther King rest in peace as well, because he did not uh, die for um, for segregation. He was murdered. Okay, let that be known. All right, so let's get into the black entertainment news spirit, shall we? Um, y'all remember that Caucasian man, Andrew uh, Lester, who, um, when he saw this young black male ring his doorbell, he shot him twice. After he opened the door, he shot him twice. 
um, even though it was the wrong door and everything. Like, I don't even know if the little young black male looked aggressive, looked aggressive at the time, but Andrew Lester shot him. And, um, and yeah, so the melanated boy, um, who accidentally was shot by knocking on the wrong door back in April, uh, 13, 2023, uh, he is alive. Uh, so is Andrew Lester, and they still have not given him the death penalty yet. Yet, last report was back in October. They still haven't given him the death penalty yet, and this incident took place back in April 2023. But the national news do want you to know that Ralph Yarl, which is the young black male, melanated male, he is completely fine, and he earned a spot on the Missouri. Uh, state banned. I don't know why that's news. I mean, I'm I'm happy for uh, I'm happy for Ralph, the young melanated boy who uh, survived a, a gunshot wounds after a Caucasian uh, male uh, Andrew Lester shot him wrongfully. Um, but you know, I just don't see how I don't see why that's news and why Andrew Lester is not going. <laughs> you know, it's not. I don't know why he's not being electrocuted in the electric chair or getting hung or getting some type of serum injected in him so he can... I mean, no, he probably shouldn't get, like, death. But, I mean, maybe somebody should shoot him. You know? You you know, you, you, you bite an arm, you get your arm cut off. That's just how it works. That's just how it works. You lie, you get your tongue cut off. You, you know, you, you look at a child wrong. You get your eyes poked out. I, I, I should rule the judge system because more people will suffer in injustice. Injustice, they will. Um, because, you know, consequences. Though, uh, bad things have consequences. So I feel like. Somebody should either shoot Andrew Lester or, um, you know, go ahead and just give him life in prison. You know, what, what, sh- see, two shots is attempted murder. I definitely say that's a, that's a good 15 years at least. So, you be the judge, because clearly they don't care about my judgment. Um, in other news, in political news, uh, Ron DeSantis. I don't know how to say his name, Spirits. I want to say it's DeSantis, 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 whatever. Uh, He's the governor of Florida, and he recently just dropped out of the election. You know, the elections are here. That's what I should have said. The elections are here, which means that we're going to be voting um, sometime in uh, uh, October, November sometime. And I'm super excited because I'm going to be talking about politics on my podcast um, coming up here in September, I want to say August. And I'm really excited because I I really don't know nothing. And I'm really excited to learn and to have people on and to ask questions and things of that nature spirit. So if you are not too well-versed in the political uh, uh, education or political knowledge or political history or whatever, um, you shall be coming here soon with me. Yay, that rhymed. All good things, all good things. Uh, But yeah, so he dropped out or whatever. And um, these are the people that are in the running. For a Democrat, we got Biden. We got somebody named Williamson. I don't know none of these people except for Biden. And then we got somebody named Phillips. These are obviously their last names. I didn't care to write down the first names because... 
because I don't care. The, the This is just change for your pocket. The more you know, the more you grow. Um, okay, and then in the Republican side, we got Trump, we got Haley, Harley. Oh, wait. It could be Haley. Again, I don't care. And then Binkley. Come on now, what kind of name is that? All right, and that is for the Republican side. And then for the independent side, we have Kennedy. We got Cornell West. That's who I'm voting for already because, you know, I wrote down a whole name right there, Cornell West. Actually, I'm going to do more research on him first because I really don't know. I don't be knowing people, but I did see that he was melanated, so I was like, my brother. Um, And then Stein or Steen, whoever. So that is the Independent Republican and Democratic Party. Um, we will find out more about it as elections continue, as they get closer and closer. Um, and then in local news, in local news, uh, I'm, I read on BET news and spirits. If you ever wonder where I get my news, sometimes it's uh, BET. And then sometimes it's this Instagram guys page, um, call something Feckler or Heckler Keckler or whatever the case may be. I don't too much want to give him a shout out that cause I already kind of did. And it, it, it kind of seems like I'm working with the man and I'm not, I don't know this dude. And, um, and I don't want him to think that, um, we cool or nothing like that. So I don't know him, but I just follow him on Instagram and, um, he always say, follow me if you give a shit. And his name is, it's the, the, the fucking news, but I, I didn't get any of my news off of that today, but in local news here in the state of Florida, in the beautiful city of Tampa, 121 unmarked graves were discovered in the former black cemetery on the MacDill air force base. And they will continue doing their research and their searches for more unmarked Graves. Now, does that sound familiar, Spirit? Um, does that sound a little familiar? You get a little deja vu up in you because I recently reported a while ago. Um, it was I want to say you know because my podcast is going on three years, so I want to say like a year and a half ago. I was talking about the cemeteries that are under the projects over here. I want to believe it's the pink project. So I want to say is uh, Central Park Projects, CP. I believe it's the Central Park Projects. Those are the ones that have the grave site um, on top of them. Or, yeah, under them. They're, they're the ones that have the grave site under them. So, do your research, but that's what I know. And I and I feel like this is not news. This 121 unmarked grave sites and on the MacDill Air Force Base. I feel like that is not news. Okay. Um, all right. Moving on to business tips. Um, Spirits, I do want to say this. And I don't have too many, like, business tips today. I'm going to be honest with you. This has just been, like, a very tiring day. I've been exhausting myself physically. I can't tell y'all exactly what I've been doing. I'm a, but it's going to be an episode coming up lately where I'm going to just spill. I'm going to spill all the tea. All, this, all the tea on me when it comes to that. But, um, I, uh... Really, sometimes I, when I do these podcasts, I'm thinking to myself, every week, bruh, 
every week, bruh. Like, it, it starts to become, like, like a real job. And I can see how people can get overwhelmed. I can see how people can get frustrated and things like that. But I make, I write mine so smooth and so fast, um, you know. But I just don't want you to feel like you're not getting anything out of it either. So that's why I'm letting you know that this episode, I was a little overwhelmed. So I really didn't prepare. But it's still always going to be good because it's me. Honestly, it's, I, that's how I feel. Anyway, um, so when it comes to the business tips, um, I know people say this all the time. I don't think I've mentioned this before, Spirits. But I do want to say start before you are ready. Before you do anything, before you know anything, before you have everything, like just just start. Like I know when it came to come out Empire Community and Public Relations, I knew I had the name. I knew I wanted to start a podcast to report the news on the company or updates or whatever the case may be to kind of cross, you know, to kind of cross market it. Um, I just didn't know what I what services I wanted to offer, right? Um, I was doing, a, I was offering a bunch of services and then I ended up minimizing, uh, the services that I can offer. And then now I'm, you know, really ready to go full throttle with the cons- consultations on Mondays and things of that nature. Um, but still trying to organize and balance it, but you're, you're never really going to be ready. It's kind of like having a child, you know, even I say, oh, I would like to have another baby when, you know, I got this and I and I'm, I finished college and stuff like that. And that all, all that shit sound real cute, right? But you just, you just, life is funny and you just, you just got to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, it's not, you, you just got to jump in the fucking water, you guys, like spirits. You can't just go around putting your foot, tipping it, putting your toe in the water to see if it's cold. You can't check it sometimes. Sometimes you just can't check the water. Sometimes you just got to just jump in. Uh, jump in that shit. And see what happens. You never know. It could take you to a beautiful paradise island. It could, it, you know, or you can get sunken in or get ate by a shark. Or, you know, you can drown. Or you can, you know, get, um, you can uh, get rescued by a rich gazillionaire. You don't know what's going to happen on the other side. And you got to let that fear of control and perfection go. And I'm not talking to just you spirits. I'm literally talking to myself. Like let that shit go, okay? Let that go. So, if I got if I can give you any tips, it's literally just start, you know, whether it's starting your Instagram page or your Facebook page or, you know, your YouTube channel, if it's just something small, you know, based on your business, just start there. Start doing it for free. Start doing it with your friends. Start doing it with your family. Whatever it is, whether it's it's uh you design crops, you know, design them for everybody in your family. Whether it's you make candles, make a candle for everybody in your family. That's how you're gonna get better. That's how you're gonna get more successful, and that's how you're gonna eventually start to understand the business plan and how your business is gonna go and roll. So if that's literally the best advice I can give you. Now, we're going to be talking more in depth on um, on business altogether, like going from me. Um, it's, uh, I got a new episode coming out next uh, Monday, January 29th called Working Moms. And we're just going to be talking about like my business, my work ethic as a as a woman and as, as a melanated woman and as a mother. Okay, let me just clean that up. 
January 29th bonus episode next week. We're going to, it's titled Working Moms, and it's going to be about my work ethic as a woman, as a melanated woman, and as a mother. So I'll be going into more depth on Kamal Empire. So definitely stay tuned for that episode on how I didn't know what I was doing and how I'm starting to understand it better. But just based on that, spirits, based on that. All right. All right. All right, let's go into birthdays. It's your birthday, it's your birthday. Aquarius, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. All right, Spirit, so we already know it is Aquarius season officially, officially. And if you haven't already, check out my Aquarius poem on my Instagram page, at that girl in orange, that's T-H-A-T-G-I-R-L-N-O-R-A-N-G. Ms. Kiki Kamau, that's M-Z-K-I-K-I-K-A-M-A-U. It's uh, it's public, so you can definitely check it out. And you can uh, comment if you like. Um, So Aquarius season. I got a few Aquariuses in my family. I got my niece, Brianna. But I don't know her birthday. And, you know, spirits, don't get mad at me. But I don't know a lot of people's birthday. But I want to say Brianna's birthday was like yesterday, January 21st. I don't know. Then I got my niece, Maria. I don't know her birthday either, but she's not really like my blood niece, but I'm, I love her. So she's like my niece. My dad, his birthday is coming up in February. Uh, my cousin April, her birthday is coming up in February. And then um, Spirits, I don't know if you remember Mark Rich, but he was on the podcast prior um, some seasons back. So his birthday is coming up as well. Happy early, happy belated, and happy current birthdays to all the Aquariuses out there. Um, so my week, and we're about to wrap this up here, spirits. I'm getting back into group therapy, and I will know more about that tomorrow. Tomorrow, I have another uh, psychiatric appointment with my psychiatrist. Um, you know, basically, they just want to check on me, seeing if I'm taking my medication, which I'm not. You know, um, seeing if I haven't lashed out, and I just recently just got out of being Baker active, so they want to talk more about um, the group therapy that I'll be going into. So I'm still not getting a therapist, but at least I'll be in group therapy with other veterans. So we'll see how that plays out. I took my children shopping. Um, that was a thrill. I mean, we were in and out, in and out. Honestly, they are getting better and better at this fashion thing. Well, it's me. I'm getting better and better at, at accepting my oldest daughter's fashion style. Okay. Cause it's more like a K-pop Asian girl type of I don't really know what race I am so I'm just kind of choose most of the cartoon characters outfits yeah so that and um and you know in the anime and whatnot and then my youngest daughter she just loves pink so I just want her to be like my pink little Barbie so I get her everything pink <laughs> so I'm an orange Barbie she's a pink Barbie my other one is she's just she's still trying my oldest is still trying to figure that out um but it's mostly teal and um again you know Asian K-pop. I don't want to talk about it, spirit. But why but there is something to talk about. Um coming up soon, I also have another episode that's going to be coming up. We're still talking parenting, but we're getting out of co-parenting after my last two my this uh, after this episode and next episode coming um we're going to be moving out of parenting once I share my co-parenting stories. We're going to be moving out of co-parenting. Um, and then into mother and daughter, because we're going to be talking about, you know, my mother issues, my, my, you know, my daughter issues and all that fun stuff. So stay tuned for that. 
Um, I've been back to work. I called out one day last week. I usually do typically will call out once a week. Um, that's just part of me being entitled. I don't, I don't believe in working like a lot. You know, I'm just not like a big work person, but we'll talk more about that on the episode Working Moms. We're going more into detail about that. But work has been okay. Um, my co-workers have been okay. Still some drama there, but I've been able to um, not really be a part of it. And a lot of that has, has something to do with the lack of equipment that we have. So that causes more drama in in the building when we don't have as much mops and brooms and stuff to go around for us housekeepers. So that's always a problem. Um, and also, fine. Last but not least, um, I've been noticing that when I when I'm on my grind, there are people like my niece, my dad, um, people that'll just kind of try to come around my life and just try to suck me dry when I got a lot going on and I'm you know I'm on my right path and I'm. I'm moving forward towards success, you know, and I'm editing my second book and got all, this, all these great accolades that I'm working on. I noticed that a lot of people will try to come into my life and the old Kiki would take on these people as if I, as if I can afford it. But the new Kiki is saying, I'm still working on me. I'm not yet healed and I don't want to slow myself down because I don't know when I'm going to leave this earth. And I, and I would love to help you, but you kind of got to help yourself first. And that's kind of where I'm leaving people. You know, I'm just kind of accepting people where they are. And then I'm leaving people where they are. That's a quote I seen on Instagram. So I know that shit for real. I know it's facts when I, when I can remember a quote from Instagram. (laughs) All right, spirits. Well, there you have it. That is the inauguration. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's get into this quote and let's get into the topic. All right. We are talking co-parenting my story based on my ex-husband, my oldest child. So we're just going to be talking about what kind of, what happened there and how, how that situation ended up for me. So let's get into it. Stay tuned. Lego. This podcast is sponsored by Kamal Empire Community and Public Relations. If God gave you the idea to start a business or pursue your dreams as a creative or an entrepreneur, this is your sign. Hi, my name is Orkia Kamal, and I'm the CEO and founder of Kamal Empire Community and Public Relations, a company created to assist creatives and entrepreneurs with branding, marketing strategies, as well as graphic design and social media managing. You can book your first free consultation with us on Facebook at Orkia Kamal or on Instagram at Kamal Empire CPR. Don't worry, at Kamal Empire, it gets easier. Are you ready to take flight? Allow Kamal Empire to spread your divine light. Fly high spirits. This is probably one of the most difficult challenges any parent could face. Learning to love the other parent enough to make the children first. By Iyanla Vazant. Fix my life. Okay, welcome back. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to Miss Kiki Kamal, My First Amendment. Miss Kiki Kamal, My First Amendment. I feel like I say that so crazy. All right, so 
as you all know, Spirits, this podcast is generally about me. You know, I'm talking about what I've been through and then I'll every now and then I'll have guests to discuss to kind of compliment um, my topics every now and then. And then, you know, in the even seasons, I obviously interview artists and entrepreneur for Kamal Empire. Um, uh, you know, we are in season five and we are talking parenting, but we are still talking co-parenting in a way. And I am wrapping up co-parenting, um, with my, my own, my very own story. Okay. Um, I will not go into detail on how we got together and all of that stuff. We're going to start where it ended and how it's going now. Um, so for those of you who do not know, I have two children. I have a 13-year-old daughter and a 6-year-old daughter. My 13-year-old daughter um, was uh, how do you say um, um, I'm trying to think of the C word. Um, it's not created. I was trying to say conceived. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, so my 13-year-old daughter was conceived uh, by me and her dad, Sean. Uh, he and I was married, and um, we had a baby. All right, so that's that. We had a baby, August 21st, 2010. And um, we were married, we were living together, we lived in Washington, we lived in California, and then we finally moved to Tampa, Florida, where we uh, dissolved our marriage, uh, got divorced and separated and began the co-parenting experience or lack thereof, some would say. All right. So what happened? Um, as far as why we broke up, like I said, or why we got divorced, it's none is none of the none of that is important right now. We'll just talk about what happened after. All right. So Sean and I got into a fight. Uh, I don't even know why we got into this this fight, but it it definitely was a physical fight. It involved, um, I believe furniture and things of that nature. Now I don't recall where my daughter Kyra was at the time, but I, I just know that he and I got into a fight. I remember being outside and on the bench and I remember him walking up to me and he wanted to talk and the next thing that came out of his out of his mouth I was not ready for um but he ended up telling me that he wasn't ready to be a father and or a husband um and like I said we were already fighting um you know, there was already um, indiscretion in the relationship. There was already, you know, disrespect, lack of trust. Um, you know, it just wasn't, it just wasn't there. So 
when I was being approached to 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 dissolve the the relationship, I was kind of on board with it. I didn't know how it was gonna happen, really, but I was on board with it. Um, first things first, I I, I went immediately to uh, my access Florida, which is the food stamp. You know, applied for food stamps. Put his ass on child support, you know. Um, that really hurt him. But you know, I was like, you know, if you don't want to be a parent, you don't want to help. You're not. He didn't talk to me about how he was gonna help. He didn't say, you know, I'm gonna be moving in with you know this person, and I'll be able to give you this amount. None of that. None of that took place. But again, we were very young. We were in our twenties, so of course, a conversation like that is not gonna come up uh, for immature people. Uh, so I just put his ass on child support. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to let the the government do that. Um, we were living in the same apartment. And so what I did was I started to slowly pack all my shit, um, and started putting it in a, um, storage room while he was at work. Hey man, I'm gonna be honest with you. If you say it's over, it's fucking over. Like you ain't got to tell me too many times. Like for real, I'm already unhappy. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely over. So I, you know, I packed up all my stuff and I ended up putting it in a storage facility. So as he was coming home, he was starting to notice like more and more stuff was disappearing. That's on him, you know. Um, I had a friend come over and help me pack the rest of the stuff. And um, I had a friend from my church at the time. She told me, hey, you know, I can move in with her. So I knew for a fact that I was, this is where I was going. He and I, our names weren't both on the lease, but I just didn't know how to get rid of that apartment with him living there. So I figured I could just do it, you know, low key behind his back, kind of how he wanted to start a whole relationship, you know, behind my back. So, you know, tit for tat, you know, tit for tat. Oh, I'm a Leo female, by the way. <laughs> okay. So tit for tat. Yeah. Um. So. You know, no skin off my back or whatever. Um, so he approached me and was like, you know, hey, what are you doing? I don't have anywhere to go. And I was like, well, that's unfortunate. Maybe you can sleep in the storage room. I don't know. But I uh, I turned in my apartment keys and I told them I no longer wanted the apartment. So it's kind of like instead of getting getting a uh, getting a uh, an eviction notice, you just kind of you just kind of you know, um, give up the apartment. You just say, Hey, I no longer want to do this anymore. And I forgot the word for it. Um, it's not abandoned. It's, um, release or something like that. Like voluntary, voluntary release the apartment or something like that. I don't know. But so that's what I did. Moved into this really big church house with these women and put him on child support. And, um, yeah. And so it was kind of working for a while. Um, he was paying, I believe, like $92 every week. Uh, so I was feeling pretty rich. I ain't gonna lie. It was like, I was feeling pretty rich. I was like, okay, so okay. You know, I was getting her shoes and, you know, getting her toys and, you know, really getting things done. Um, really, you know, really taking care of my baby in that way. 
Um, she was about four years old when he told me he no longer wanted to be a father. In fact, she was exactly four years old when he said she no he no longer when he said he no longer wanted to be a father and or a husband. Kyra was four years old. Um, and I took action immediately. I took action immediately. Um After I started to receive food stamps and uh, child support, um, I, Kyra was around five years old. I wasn't hearing from her dad really anymore. Um, he was still living in Tampa, but just things weren't going good for him financially, uh, living situation-wise, all that stuff. Um, his brother ended up coming down. Um, they were living, you know, it was just a bunch of, bunch of bullhickey. Then he moved to Georgia. Then he finally just moved back to Washington. Um, when that happened, Kai and I was kind of like alone. You know, I was kind of, I was raising her alone. Um, you know, she didn't, you know, we were living in this house with women. So she just wasn't, she just wasn't really happy. Um, he wasn't really, I'm gonna be honest with you. He never fully contacted us on the, on the sense of like, Hey, I want to see her on these days, or, you know, I want to talk to her at this time, whatever the case may be. And I wasn't the type of parent that was like, Oh, you're never going to see her again. Or, you know, I wasn't like not trying to answer phone calls, man. If he wanted her, he could have had her, you know, he could have spent time with her. Um, but he didn't really, he didn't really try. He didn't really, um, put that he didn't really make an effort. I can say that. I even set it, set up her an email account so he can send her emails, you know? Um, and I, I set her up a, a, you know, a kid's Facebook account so he can Facebook her. Um, I gave her a food stamp phone, uh, so he can call her. Um, I mean, she had almost every social media account to keep in contact with him. Uh, but he just, he, you know, he was just flying by day and, and losing it by night. Um, when I got into a relationship with my youngest daughter's dad, that is when my oldest daughter's dad, Sean, kind of stopped working. All of a sudden, it just kind of like, he kind of like just disappeared in a way. You know, like I said, he went back to Washington around when Kai was like around uh, five, almost six. And then by the time she was like officially six, we we didn't hear from him or really like see him or anything like that. So six, seven, he came back around in her life when she was about eight. And uh, he called himself moving back to Florida um, but it didn't work out again. I didn't have any place for him to go. He didn't have anywhere to go. Um, so he left again. Um, it is now 2024. Um, she barely has any type of real communication with him. And I think the last time I spoke to him, uh, I asked him to come on this episode of this podcast and he was, he was excited about it, but then he, he thought that I would bash him. So he denied it. 
And then uh, my daughter asked him for a present on Christmas and he hasn't um, followed back up with her since. So I just recently blocked him on Facebook and I told him, you know, you got one more time to fuck up in her life and that's it. You know, I'm, I'm writing you off and, and eventually she's going to write your ass off too because she's, she's a Leo female too. So eventually she's not going to put up with that trash ass shit. Um, now let's go back a little bit. Spirits, we're going to go back. When I first gave birth to Kyra, um, I was a Navy sailor and her dad was United States Marine. The, the military had separated us, um, like two months after giving birth to her, they shipped him off to California, which is why I said we lived in Washington. Then we lived in California. Um, when that happened, it kind of like, it, I think it caused me to mentally like implode. Um, you know, I had to give her to his parents that lived six hours away from me. And then I had to return back to base because they were trying to deploy me to Iraq or Afghanistan, one of those. And, um, I would just, I was distraught. Like I'm thinking to myself, I have to give up my child. So her dad is in California. She's in, in, in Newport, Washington, and I'm in Bangor, Washington. I don't fucking think so. I don't fucking think so. So that right then and there kind of like threw me for a loop and it, and it kind of put like, um, it kind of threw a dart in my, in my heart when it came to him and just how everything moved. Um, after we were together, back together again, living in California, um, he was getting ready to deploy. And, and, and the way he would come home often and not really spend time with her and stuff like that kind of showed me like where he was mentally. Um, and then when we finally moved to Tampa, uh, we were only here for, well, he was only here for a while. He came three times, but the first time he and I came together. We moved in with my mom for like a while. My mom didn't approve of him being there. He didn't feel comfortable. I started a job at Starbucks and um, I was working. He wasn't. So he ended up just going back to Washington. My mom and I got into a fight, which led to me getting handcuffed and going to jail, um, which led to my daughter being, you know, basically abandoned with no parents except for her grandparent. I got out of jail, called her dad and said, hey, come get Kyra so I can find a place to stay. When that all happened, Kyra was living in Washington with her dad and his mom and his sister was trying to take full custody of my daughter behind my back. So that is two times um, the military took her away from me and now her dad was trying to take her away from me full custody in a whole nother state a whole nother fucking state okay so i lost my shit you know um i i lost a bunch of weight um i slept with a dude to to, to uh because he was gonna give me his lawyer for free and shit like that um, it was just weird shit that happened. Just so I, you know, I literally had to do a bunch of strange shit to get, you know, a bunch of, a, a lot of change 
and shit just to get my daughter back. Um, I had my my sister who was in the Air Force at the time move in with me. Um, and she just caused fucking problems and asked for, you know, and broke my, my shower and wanted $300 back and, and all of this shit. So needless to say, prior to us splitting the, I kind of knew that co-parenting wasn't going to be so great with him anyways. And then in come the, the, the divorce, in come the separation. And then here comes co-parenting and this guy is nowhere to be found. So I will say that as far as my daughter's um, response to all of this, she still loves her dad very much. Um, she misses him very much and she yearns for a connection. Um, I only pray that she heals from her, his voidance and his absence and that she doesn't look to feel that void the way I did with, you know, men and you know, brothers and all kinds of weird shit. I mean, <laughs> you're probably gonna be like, damn, you fucked your brother. No, I'm just saying like looking for my brothers to fill that spot and like really clinging on to them, even though they didn't care about me that much. And just looking for people to fill that void. Um, I don't want her to fall a uh, victim to that same um, construct. So I'm doing my best to not necessarily be the father, but just kind of show her and help her understand that you can't really look at him as a as a dad. You got to look at him as a boy um trying to survive in a in a in an environment and a world that he um didn't see himself living in and um with the minimum amount of tools and education and resources that he has um you just kind of got to look at him as just a human that's trying to figure it out and i and I've, i tell her that constantly you know we're all humans trying to figure it out you know no one just says hey i'm gonna be a parent and they go to parent school and they learn how to be a great mom and dad um i'm, I'm sure there's some weirdos out there that actually did that but i know i didn't and i know her father didn't and I want to apologize for choosing um, the, that particular person to have a child with. But at the same time, I just want to say you can't let him affect your identity the way my father absence affected mine. Um, so this is for Kyra Womack. If you're ever listening to this episode, I hope that you find peace um, and I hope you find understanding and closure in, in in knowing that um i believe that a person can love you um even though they're not with you and i think that even though he is your father um you can't really judge him in a father in a father way um, just judge him in a human way. And I say, see him off of that, you know, see if he ever wants to get better. If he ever wants to bring, build a connection again, if he ever, you know, if he ever makes, if he ever makes an effort, um, then I think the forgiveness, um, can, can start. But I think for now, um, if someone doesn't make an effort into your life, I think that you kind of just accept them for who they are and leave them where they at. And that's my message. Um, and that is my, that's my co-parenting story. It wasn't long spirits. I didn't want it to be too long. It was pretty simple. You know, we were in and out. Like I said, um, 
you know, I, I, I didn't want it to be about how we got together um, or even how really how it ended. Just mostly the co-parenting itself, like what he did to try to to be in her life and what I did to try to keep him in her life um, and how I feel with him being gone and how I wish that Kai will be able to heal and move on with him being gone as well. Um, I wish him the best and I wish him growth and um, I wish him self-love because I think that's what it's going to take for him to realize that he created a human that, that, that lacked his guidance and knowledge that he could have, he could have given her and she would have been more equipped, I think with life um, based off of uh, what he, what he could have provided. So I only can do the best I can. Um, I do not have any hate in my heart for him, um, but I do. I, I he no longer exists in my heart anymore, and I can only hope that you know if he does, if she, Kyra, if you ever do want him to exist for you, um, I just hope that you know you you build boundaries and morals, um, and you don't let him cross it because at the end it's just gonna affect you, baby girl. And this is for anybody's spirits who, um, you know, who are dealing with a father, an absent father, um, struggle with it or any of that case. I'm not perfect. I'm still healing from my father issues, but I just definitely um, believe that through my healing, I'll be able to um, conceal my child from the pain and uh, the hurt um, a little bit more. So I'll be able to alleviate her um frustrations and and stressors just a little bit more uh so that's all i have for you spirits um stay tuned for the outro and um that's that's all i have left i i wish wish you all the best and uh, like i said I'll, i'll see you in the outro let go Well, that is all I wrote, Spirits, and that concludes the show. I hope you liked it. I hope you learned something, and I hope you were inspired to change for the better. And if so, and you want to let us know, please feel free to comment. Don't forget to like and hit that subscribe button as well as that notification bell. Um, So that way, you know, you can also push this podcast out to any uh, other listeners that may be interested in something uh, like this. So definitely keep up with me and don't forget to answer the podcast question of the day. And what is the podcast question of the day? The podcast question of today is spirits. Can you fully love a child you have never built a bond with? Can you fully love a child you have never built a bond with? You can answer that question and many more questions on my uh, my Spotify account. You can directly go into Anchor and send me a video on Spotify. You can send me an audio. I'm sorry, that's what I meant to say, audio clip. Um, or you can reach me at uh, Kamau Empire. That is uh, K-A-M-A-U. E-M-P-I-R-C-P-R on Instagram, or you can find us on uh, Orkia Kamal uh, on Facebook to answer that particular question. All right, Spirits, we got some upcoming events this Saturday, this Saturday, this Saturday, this Saturday, 
January 27th in St. Pete. We got the MMG networking party. Come one, come all. It is the industry meeting for the filmers, the podcasters, the independent artists, the actors, the entrepreneurs. Um, It's going to be going down January 27th at 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. in St. Pete at 4054th Street, North St. Pete, Florida, 33703. Register now at com. It's literally this Saturday. I'm supposed to be there to interview artists, entrepreneurs, uh, podcasters, film filmographers, and all that good stuff, but I might not make it spirits. I'm just being honest. Like, that shit is all the way in St. Pete, and my car is still in the shop. So, that is... That is the events that are coming up. Artist Spotlight Spirits. I want to spotlight an artist. Um, I want to spotlight Kimba on the drums. Uh, she has been doing her thing. Uh, she works her ass off. She's a Leo female, so I, I don't know how she's not, you know, laying over, passed over, like, you know, basically dead. Not dead, but you know what I'm saying? Like, she is just literally running herself crazy getting things done and you know and figuring things out but she has a new single you can check it out it's called it's kimba on the drums on the drums o-n-d-a drums it's kimba on the drums that's her new single you can find it on all streaming platforms spotify uh itunes and many more and then you can follow uh, Kimba. She is a, I'm sorry, I should have said this first. She's an artist and an entrepreneur. So she has a business called Creative Lounge where um, all aspiring artists and entrepreneurs come together to create. Um, and she has she hosts open mics and events and things like that. But she's also a percussionist, a local percussionist here in Tampa. Um, you can find Keep on the Drums on Instagram at Kimba on the Drums. That's K-E-E-M-B-A-O-N-D-A-D-R-U-M-S on Instagram. Or you can find her business page, Creative Lounge. That's L-T-M Creative Lounge, C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E-L-O-U-N-G-E on, um, Instagram. And then on Facebook, uh... You can find her at uh, Kimba on the drums. I believe it's just Kimba. And um, now my Facebook one. Oh, there it is. Now, I thought my Facebook was acting stupid, but it's not. Um, Let's see here. Kimba, 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 Kimba. Kimba Matthews. Look, Kimba Matthews on Facebook, L-A-K-E-E-M-A, Matthews, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, Kimba on the drums, um, in parentheses. And then also you can find her on YouTube, one more, and I believe that is just Kimba on the drums as well. Yep, Kimba on the drums. And I wasn't subscribed, so now I'm officially subscribed to her channel. So definitely check her out. You can book her for um, for percussionist uh, teachings. And then she also, you can check out her open mics as well. Um, as for me, you can find me on Facebook as an artist at That Girl in Orange. That's T-H-A-T-G-I-R-L-N-O-R-A-N-G um, on Instagram. 
that girl in orange miss kiki kamau or on youtube ms kiki kamau that's m-z-k-i-k-i-k-a-m-a-u again facebook um for business wise you can find us at orkia kamau on facebook instagram Kamal Empire CPR and on YouTube, Kamal Empire CNPR. We did not have any guests this episode, so don't worry about that. And next episode, Spirits, don't be afraid to check out the bonus episode titled Working Moms with me. It's going to be all me. And it's coming out January 29th. Um, and we're going to be going more in depth in, you know, my business, the jobs I've had over time, and, you know, how I see work in general as a mom and as a woman and as a melanated sister well spirits it was fun but i gotta run thank you so much for your mind and until next time i look forward to speaking to you i look forward to empathizing with you and i look forward to hearing from you until next time fly high spirits After you, yeah, that is what masters do. They say she a poet, now a rapper too. Ooh, ooh, how she so confident? Try to take out her confidence. Say her poetry nonsense, using explicit. She is not God shit, but I'm still here. And I think I made that very clear. Okay. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Hey. <laughs> I'm still here. Right here, we right here. I ain't playing. Ooh, ooh, I ain't playing.